You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove Podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night. You know, just after the Blue episode came out, I ran into a teacher friend of mine who said they really enjoyed it and couldn't wait to hear the next episode on Indigo. The thing is, though, indigo is only included in the visible light spectrum or the rainbow because Sir Isaac Newton just wanted there to be seven colors. It was arbitrarily thrown in there just so that the visible light spectrum would match the musical octave. And I don't feel like that is enough to justify an entire mini episode about indigo. So for today's Fun Fact Friday, I'm going to be skipping over indigo and moving on to violet I feel like who art ed who art is mr wood art ed me either way it's ambiguous it works on so many levels i know that's off to a great start Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood. And for today's Fun Fact Friday, we're going to be talking about violet or purple. I'm going to be using violet and purple more or less interchangeably. Um, Both violet and purple are used to refer to the color that we would see sort of on the color wheel in between blue and red. Now, some people might say that technically speaking, Violet is the portion that's a little bit closer to blue, whereas the purple is a little bit closer to red on that visual light spectrum. But really, when we get into the color wheel and the rainbow, we always have to sort of break it up somewhere. And for simplicity, I'm just going to say, you know, purple versus violet, it is a distinction without much practical difference for most people. Now, Purple has a history of being associated with royalty, and this goes back for a long period, largely because purple has been hard to come by. Just like with blue, when we look around in the natural world, we don't see a ton of purple things that we can use to to create pigments. Um, One thing that, that has been used as early as the 15th century by the citizens of 
Sidon and Tyre, two cities in ancient Phoenicia, today it would be Lebanon, uh, they used a purple dye that came from a sea snail. Now, this became known as Tyrian dye um, or Tyrian purple because it was associated with that city of Tyre. And it is mentioned in lots of ancient Greek and Roman things um, that Tyrian purple, it was associated with royalty because the process was very long, difficult, and expensive. As I said, this dye came from sea snails, but one sea snail is not going to give you enough to dye your entire toga. Um, it would it would take thousands of the tiny snails to be found. Their shells had to be cracked open. The poor snail was removed. There are mountains of empty shells that have been found on ancient sites, but after they cracked open the shells and removed the snails, they were left to soak. And then this tiny gland was removed and the juice extracted, put into like a, a bucket um, where it was placed in the sunlight. And there in the sunlight, a transformation took place. This, in the sunlight, the juice would turn white and then this yellow green and then the green to violet. And over time, you know, most things, most pigments would sort of fade in the sunlight, but for whatever reason, time and wear would make this, this particular purple, this Tyrian purple, it would get deeper. And so over time, it became a, a richer sort of more vibrant violet or purple. And for that reason, it was very popular. Tyrian purple became the color of choice for kings and nobles and priests and magistrates and anybody of a high position in society around the Mediterranean. They wanted to wear their, their deep, rich, bold Tyrian purple as sort of a show of their wealth and their power and their stature and their willingness to slaughter thousands of poor sea snails, all in the name of fashion. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted? If you found this tolerable, please like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week in the show notes on Twitter at WoodArtEd and on the website whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.